My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And tonight's coverage is of protocol number five. There's a lot to cover, so I'm just going to jump right into it. What form of administrative rule can be given to communities in which corruption has penetrated everywhere? Communities where riches are attained only by the clever surprise tactics of semi-swindling tricks. Where looseness reigns, where morality is maintained by penal measures and harsh laws, but not by voluntary accepted principles. Where the feelings towards faith and country are obliterated by cosmopolitan convictions. What form of rule is to be given to these communities, if not that despotism, which I shall describe to you later? We shall create an intensified centralization of government in order to grip in our hands all the forces of the community. We shall regulate mechanically all the actions of the political life of our subjects by new laws. These laws will withdraw one by one all the indulgences and liberties which have been permitted by the goyim, and our kingdom will be distinguished by a despotism of such magnificent proportions as to be at any moment and in every place in a position to wipe out any goyim who oppose us by deed or word. Now this first paragraph is interesting. I mean, the entire protocol itself is uh, very interesting, and it asks a question at the beginning. Um, I mean, it's a long, drawn-out question, but the answer is, I suppose, uh, the USA of today, anyway, um, of a broke-down United States that has been swindled, just as they... (laughs) They stated in here. I mean, they say semi-swindling. Communities where riches are attained only by the clever surprise tactics of semi-swindling tricks. Uh, no, we have full-on swindling and have been for quite some time by the Democrat Party. No, uh, that's not to say that the Republicans don't have blood on their hands and aren't guilty. They certainly are. I think their greatest sin um, could be... Uh, being spineless, but then again, that's to say that they would have been um, faithful if otherwise, and that's not true either. You have uh, George Bush Sr. as well as George Bush Jr. and his administration behind 9-11, or what I believe to be behind 9-11, as well as other terrible atrocities that have come about from it, Um, the Patriot Act, the Freedom Act, uh, the never-ending war. Um, but yeah, to this question, um, that they asked, the answer is modern day United States of America. Um, they didn't mention in here, morality is maintained by penal measures and harsh laws, but not by voluntary accepted principles. Exactly what I've been trying to convey about, um, this racism that we see, this this new modern day racism, or at least the projection of it, um, where everything is racist. Um, you know, it's it's that bullshit narrative, um, as well as other thought crimes. Um, 
it's the point that I've been trying to say that um, when you have such such stringent laws or so many laws, a combination of both, um, you don't have you you have people who are behaving just so that they don't get in trouble. You know, whether there's you know a lot of eyeballs or security cameras or what have you. Um, when you have that, when you have thought crimes, or at least thought police, you don't have people who are acting on their own, what's that word? I mean, basically their own will. And when that's the case, you can't trust anyone, right? You don't know who the good guys are from the bad guys. So, uh, the best answer to that is certainly when it comes to thoughts, let people think whatever the fuck they're going to think. So that you can tell which ones are the good ones and which one aren't. Which ones you can actually trust and which ones you can't. Or at least which ones you're not going to want to trust. <laughs> um, and allow for people to organically, this is where I keep coming up with the, the word organically. To organically, which means to allow them naturally or on their own to come together or not. I've said it before, I don't care if somebody doesn't like me. That is to say... Uh, in a different way, I don't care if somebody dislikes me because of my skin color. I don't care if somebody wants to make that judgment. It's a stupid judgment. Probably a stupid person who's making that claim. Even though I think, and, and I've made the argument before, that um, I think with what they're doing today and the tragedy that we call the modern day era, um, they're creating more racists. Um Oh, and, and if there's ever been, I think, a better use of the term reverse racism, it's today in the sense of what they're doing, what what the the entertainment industry um, or the entertainment industrial complex, as well as the media industrial complex, as well as, um, you know, uh, the government itself and not just in the United States of America. It seems as if it's the Western world. Um, where they're, they're, um, allowing for a race of people, um, to be the sole target of blame for everything bad in the world. And that, that targeted race of people, uh, in terms of skin color, um, they're going to um, rebel. And when that happens, uh, there's going to be lines drawn in the sand, um, by those people of, of a certain skin color, I'm talking about white, white people here. And in the process of getting to that point, you're, you already have, uh, you know, people in different, um, races who are being taught this bullshit ideology of racism against whites and that's what it's going to create in the future is more racists uh people who make decision based off race and um there's going to be hell to pay for everyone you know i'm not saying this as if it's some kind of good thing anyway um it's not great 
So another part in this uh, paragraph, um, first paragraph, I haven't even gotten off of it yet. Um, it's pretty long. I got, apparently I got a lot to say about it. Uh, where the feelings towards faith, um, and when they're talking about feelings towards faith, it's Christianity. Make no doubt about it. It's Christianity. There is no faith on the face of the planet that is um, attacked more than Christianity. Um, where the feelings towards faith, i.e. Christianity, and country are obliterated by cosmopolitan convictions. That is exactly what's happening today. Um, intensified centralization of government that they talked about in here. Uh, what do you think that is? Um, I mean, that's been going on, though, right? They, it's, it's what you see even today on April 16th, 2021. Um, they Nadler, Matt, I mean, can you believe that he's one of our leaders? I mean, what, what, you can judge books by their cover, by the way. I don't know where that statement came from, um, necessarily in the, in the sense that like, I guess I, I don't know. Listen, you can judge, uh, a, a woman that dresses skimpily, um, as being of one of possible ill repute, uh, same with. Uh, somebody who dresses up in goth is somebody who wants attention, right? Doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to be mean to them. Um, but if you don't, um, you know, you're not practicing logic or reason or rationale. You're not somebody who uh, is going to pick up on some <laughs> some deep shit. So, no, absolutely. Um, you certainly can. And when it comes to that fat, out of shape fuck what dude the guy is fucking passing out i don't know if you if you've ever seen the videos of him passing out while sitting down um he's got some bad health so this guy can't obviously take care of himself uh he doesn't have enough willpower to keep up any listen man i've got a little bit of a dad bod right now but i'm working it down i'm getting back <laughs> to my old form just because i don't want to be a f i don't want to die fat <laughs> like i have this stupid idea which i think is actually beneficial to me and so i let it i let it keep going i got a dumb idea that if i die fat i'm gonna be fat in heaven i don't want to be fat for the rest of eternity <laughs> you know what i mean i want to be i want to be somewhat in shape like i am thriving to get back my six pack i even got a 20 dollar bet on it with my nephew down in tennessee uh, that I would have one by the summer. Uh, there's still time. But when you look at Nadler, I mean, he wears his, no shit, his belt above his, his, his belted pants above his belly button. He is a, that's somebody that you can certainly judge based off of looks and based off of action. He's a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, so they just passed, uh, or, or he just put in, what was it, articles for... Or an article for um, adding four new states. Is it four new states to the United States? Uh, to get in four new justices on the Supreme Court. Packing the courts. The exact thing that they never, you know, everybody knew was going to happen if the Democrats got in. They are fundamentally changing uh, the United States of America. Um, or at least attempting to. 
again, another massive brick laid on their fucking, um, um, <laughs> revisioning of the United States of America. It's terrible. It is terrible what they're trying to do. Um, but again, this is intensified. This is attempted or intended intensified centralization of government. Um, new laws that they talk about. Um, will withdraw one. Will withdraw one by one the indulgences and liberties which have been permitted by the going. Uh, yeah, that's freedom. Will withdraw one by one all the indulgences and liberties which have been permitted by the going. So that's your freedom. When you have more laws, and this has been uh, a gripe that I've had against my wonderful country um, for a very long time, is that we have too many laws. And that we keep getting them. There's more every year. And they're not getting rid of any. Um, even though they may, quote-unquote, defund the police um, or get rid of the police, yeah, they're just going to put in place a worse police state. It's going to be terrible. Um, I'm telling you, like, the only... The, the only way I see out of this is a civil war um, that that leads to uh, an actual revolution to reinstate, hopefully, hopefully. Because, I mean, you know, something that I don't think I've talked about that much when it comes to a civil war is that, uh, you know, let's say what I think is my side wins. Um, there may be factions in there that, uh, you know, are lean heavily Republican. Well, the Republicans haven't been very good for the past, what, 100 years or so, give or take a couple decades. Um, you know, what if they want to stay taxate and taxing people, you know, an income tax? You know, what if they want to st stick with that, you know? So, um, and what if they want to continue, uh, you know, they, they basically want to make, um, you know, the United States in their image which I think would certainly be better than uh, Democrats. But at the same point, you know, what if what if all of a sudden, and that's something to always be aware of, is that, you know, that with that power, they become corrupted and they, they're even worse than what we thought the Democrats would be. But, you know, just in a hypothetical, uh, at least to think about. Um, but yeah, the the amount of laws that we have, we have got to get rid of all the shitty ones. <laughs> like we really have to work at, at limiting laws, which was one of the things that I will always look at Trump as having accomplished um, in his short time as president um, was, you know, his executive order that for every law or every regulation that you write, you have to get rid of too. Loved it. Loved it. Phenomenal. Um, there characterization of royalty is true at least as to how i viewed it oh that must have been the new chapter it was okay so not that much on that chapter and i've only been into one 15 minutes all right let's get in this we shall be told that such a despot a despot mm, despotism as i speak of is not consistent with the progress of these days but i will prove to you that it is In the times when people looked upon kings on their thrones as on a pure manifestation 
of the will of God, they submitted without a murmur to the despotic power of kings. But from the day when we insinuated into their minds the conception of their own rights, they began to regard the occupants of thrones as mere ordinary mortals. I agree with that. I agree with that. Whether, you know, uh, along a terrible angle or terrible path or not, um, yeah, I agree with that. The holy unction of the Lord's anointed has fallen from the heads of kings and the eyes of the people, and when we also robbed them of their faith in God, the might of power was flung upon the streets into the place of public proprietorship and was seized by us. Yeah, I mean, the first part of that second sentence I agree with in the sense that, um, but I mean, we got about that, we, we came about that in a very different way than I think what they're describing here. Um, you know, we lost, uh, we lost, you know, the true king um, back right before Babylon. I mean, read the Old Testament, you know, um, in the sense of like human beings being king. Um, with the exception of obviously Jesus. And, uh, you know, it was just what, I don't know how long Kings went through in, in the sense of like Judah and, and, and um, Israel per se. Uh, I assume it was hundreds of years, but uh, it was generation after generation and it was hit, hit or miss um, with Israel, which I know, uh, you know, the name, technically means wrestles with god well holy fuck dude you don't have to be that you don't have to be that descriptive in how you live your life to that definition um what i mean by that is it was like one king would be excellent you know king david and king solomon were phenomenal i highly suggest reading um the wisdom of solomon in the old testament it's fantastic very applicable to today but you know Soon after those two, then you have like a whole slew of really terrible fucking kings that went over into, you know, the region of like uh, the Canaanites where they were sacrificing. God talks about this throughout the Bible, you know, about throughout the Old Testament. I think the new um, touching on this specific thing of sacrificing your own kids to these these fucking made up idols, you know, and. Uh, Solomon goes deep into detail about um, idol worship was like the the start of sin, basically. Um, I mean, you'd have to read it to understand what I'm talking about because I'm, I can't apparently describe it very well right now because <laughs> I'm in the middle of fucking explaining this protocol. Uh, and I have a video that I'm supposed to be doing with Lewis Boyce here pretty soon. So, um yeah, so, uh, no, I agree with their characterization of royalty, um, at least in, in what I've talked about in, in, in royalty overall. So anyway, onward. Moreover, the art of directing masses and individuals by means of cleverly manipulated theory and verbiage, by regulations of life in common, and all sorts of other quirks, in all which... The goyim understand nothing belongs likewise to the specialists of our administrative brain reared on analysis observation on delicacies of fine calculation in this species of skill we have no rivals any more than we have either in the drawing up of plans of political actions and solidarity in this respect the jesuits alone 
might have compared with us, but we have contrived to discredit them in the eyes of the unthinking mob as an overt organization, while we ourselves all the while have kept our secret organization in the shade. However, it is probably all the same to the world who is its sovereign lord, whether the head of Catholicism or our despot of the blood of Zion. But to us, the chosen people, it is very far from being a matter of indifference. <sighs> the arts of directing the masses, etc., by cleverly manipulated theory and verbiage. Where have we heard that before? It's something that I've talked about uh, after hearing somebody else describe it as such, and that would be Owen Benjamin and his um, labeling of it being wizardry, cleverly manipulated theory and verbiage. Absolutely. Um, regulations of life. I don't know what I, I meant by that. Uh, so in this, and, and they do this throughout the protocols, they're showing their arrogance here, as they have and as they will. Um, very, very arrogant. Uh, in And, you know, I don't know, after maybe so much, uh, and they do, t they, uh, I guess maybe I'll talk about it when I get to it. But, uh, you know, after so many victories, uh, yeah, you, people tend to get a little arrogant. Um, they admit that the Jesuits were their equals. Now, this is interesting. Um, I probably need to do an episode where I break down, you know, the Jesuits um, in their connection to Catholicism. But also, at one point, the Jesuits were um, excommunicated. And, as we've talked about, uh, I mean, how many things are applicable to today? Uh it was, um, what's the word? Not, I mean, it's basically illegal, but it's, uh, was not allowed. I can't think of the term, uh, for a Jesuit to ever become Pope of the Catholic church because, uh, there was some crazy shit that went on there. Um, they, the Illuminati, which is who this is, the Illuminati have admitted that the Catholic church is their greatest enemy and their greatest prize, right? Um, as the Catholic Church is their greatest enemy, is the Illuminati's greatest enemy. It has always been their number one um, objective to take over the Catholic Church because that's where their rule would be absolute. And I agree with them in the, in the sense that if they were to take over the Catholic Church, their, their, their rule would be absolute. Um, but that'll, it'll never happen in the sense of taking over the Catholic Church wholly. Uh, they've certainly infiltrated it. I've acknowledged and uh, I've recognized and acknowledged that many times. Um, but they'll, as Christ said, the, the gates of hell will never overcome um, his church. Um, and it's interesting how they're talking about the Jesuits here, that they discredited them. Um, as I said, interesting. Uh, I'll have to check it out um, a little bit more. Uh, about the Jesuits and their level, because I've heard this, I've heard about this, um, of how, you know, they were on par with the Illuminati, um, at times. So, you know, it's something that I'll have to look a little bit more into. Um, 
it's interesting what they do with this in this paragraph where they, they blame them for being a secret organization. Where the Illuminati blame the Jesuits, I think that's what they're doing here, for being a secret organization. Almost like a, a reverse controlled opposition or, I don't know, reverse psychology. Um, or maybe in, in a sense, like they drew out their competition. Uh, which is to say there's no honor among thieves, right? Where there's, you know, the, the Illuminati are a secret organization, but also they're calling out the Jesuits for being one. Maybe that could be what it is too. But again, I'll have to look into it a little bit more to, you know, really, really be able to break it all down. I don't know all that much about the Jesuits. Um, you know, I think I, I know about as much as, you know, common, um, greenhorn when it comes to i don't want to say greenhorn maybe a little bit more maybe more of a novice when it comes to you know conspiracy research including the uh, the jesuits sorry um man how much more do i get to go i'm gonna try and breeze through this pretty quick uh for a time, perhaps we might be successfully dealt with by a coalition of the goyim of all the world. Let me read that again. For a time, perhaps we might be successfully dealt with by a coalition of the goyim of all of the world. But from this danger, we are secured by the discord existing among them whose roots are so deeply seated that they can never now be plucked up. We have set one against another the personal and national reckonings of the of the goyim religious and race hatreds which we have fostered into a huge growth in the course of the past 20 centuries this is what i was talking about earlier that's 2000 years centuries 100 years so 20 of them sons of bitches equal 2000 years this is the reason why why there is not one state which would anywhere receive support if it were to raise its arm for every one of them must Bear in mind that any agreement against us would be unprofitable to itself. We are too strong. There is no evading our power. The nations cannot come to even an inconsiderable private agreement without our secretly having a hand in it. Controlled opposition. Yes, sons of bitches. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting how they come up with this. Yes. Sorry. I'm trying to plan a, a video while doing this episode. So professional. Um, it's interesting at the beginning of this paragraph where they're admitting to the possibility of being defeated by us. Um, but they've been practicing divide and conquer for 2,000 years. Again, 20 centuries uh, worth of planning. They've been at it quite some time. What happened about 2,000 years ago? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ talked about the synagogue of Satan. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and, and something else I want to point out about all of this, about all of the protocols so far in just the five that I'm, or five that I'm in the middle of doing, there's too many philos uh, philosophies to be made up. Sorry. It's just where I stand. It's, it's too much of a coincidence, you know, um, too many, way too many philosophies, too many concepts that, um, you know, took a lot of different people. I've heard a lot. I've heard from a lot of different people on the fucking internet from different places that I'm finding in this that 
you know, somebody 200 years ago, it would have been difficult for, you know, a group of 10 or maybe even 100 people to securely be able to come up with all of this. It would have been very difficult to come up with all these different um, philosophies and put it all together here. Just, it, it's it's too much of a coincidence um, to be made up. Uh, I was talking to Brain earlier today. I not only, and I, I know I've said this before, but I, I not only um, do not subscribe to the idea that this is a fraud or a forgery, I am vehemently against it. Uh, this, it, there is just too much here for it to be made up, having been written over 120 years ago. I mean, according to this, you know, or according to Bill Cooper, um, 300 years ago. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I don't think it was 300 years ago. I think it was about 120. Maybe that was a, a, a what's that called when you fuck up a word? Anyway, so they they go on from from the beginning of this by saying, yeah, we could have been beaten by you, uh, but now we're too large to fail. Um, or too uh, monetarily or financially powerful and tied in to the countries of the world's governments um, to be able to be taken out. Uh, money to them is gold and money rules the world, right? There's another ideology that comes from here. Um, which I guess I do need to acknowledge. I did make the one episode talking about Kyle uh, Kalinsky who I didn't really want to um, mention in, in these protocol, in this protocol series. But, you know, um, at one point I had argued, uh, or he had stated that, uh, you know, money was uh, finite. Not money so much, but certainly when it comes to if you, he wanted to make this argument that, you know, precious stones and gems, so gold and silver and diamonds and, you know, rubies and all that shit are in fact finite. There's only so many of them. But there's a lot of it uh, in the world. So, you know, I guess in, in that way he could say that, but that's not how we deal with money today. Not in our world. You know, it's it's far different, um, especially when it, it came to paper money, uh, which was a pretty damn good idea. Uh, but that's a whole nother argument for a whole nother time. Just felt like, uh, you know, give, uh, what's it called? Give a goose, give the goose what's a gander. What? Give kudos to who 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 deserve it. Anyway, um, yeah. So on to the next paragraph. Forgive me for not knowing how to say this. I've never, I've never um, heard of this before. Per may rages regnant. And that means it is through me that kings reign. Again, the arrogance of these fuckers. As it was said by the prophets that we were chosen by God himself to rule over the whole earth. God has endowed us with genius that we may be equal to our task. Were genius in the opposite camp, it would still struggle against us. But even so, a newcomer is no match for the old established settler. The struggle would be merciless between us, such a fight as the world has never yet seen. I and the genius on their side would have arrived too late. All the wheels of the machinery of all states go by the force of the engine, which is in our hands, 
and that engine of the machinery of states is gold. The science of political economy invented by our learned elders has for long past been given royal prestige to capital. So yeah, um, that's it, you know, right there. Again, uh, the machinery of states is gold. Gold is money to them. Money rules the world. Um, you know, it's just more, it's, it's more arrogance where, uh, you know, they keep calling themselves geniuses. Now I will give to them, well, maybe not these fuckers, but, uh, when you look into the old Testament, especially when, um, I think it was King Solomon, but I want to say it was also to, uh, the Jews when they first came out of Egypt into when they went through the 40 years through the desert and came into the land. Um, yeah, because it was, it was in building the Ark of the Covenant and of the Covenant, sorry, and the rest um, of the material things there. God gave his people knowledge to build um, everything, everything. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, it, it, is it Kings that you read it where it might get boring for some people and, you know, you're reading about measurements um and a lot of chapters cover measurements in those um but it talks about you know how god gave these men uh these incredible gifts of construction basically um it certainly made me jealous you know and there's a difference between jealous and envy jealous is fine god is jealous jealousy is fine jealousy means i want i want what you want or i'm sorry i want what you have envy is the evil one and you need to know that there is a difference it, there's a difference between happy and happiness and joy as well envy is where i want what you want but i don't want you to have it see what i mean there's a difference there jealousy just means i want what you want that's great that means you have something good i'd like to have it too uh so it doesn't necessarily mean it's it's um it's evil you know, um, and in fact, one could argue, I want what you want, but I also want you to still have it is what jealousy is, where envy is straight up. I want what you want. I'm going to, I want, I don't want you to ever have it again. Real dickish thing. And I've been envious of, uh, of some shit in my time, but it's good not to be. In fact, there are two, you know, I, if you remember when, um, I almost said Noah, when was it Moses? Moses came down the mountain with the 10 commandments. You might have forgotten this, but he actually came down with another tablet. It was like another one or two tablets, but I think it was just one. I assume if he came down with the two tablets intact, that means that for each tablet, there were five uh, uh, commandments. So there's another tablet with about five other commandments. I have to assume on that. And I was just thinking about this last night when I was, I couldn't fucking sleep. Um... One of them would have been, do not kill your own kids. You know what I mean? I have to assume that one. Um, probably don't be gay. Probably that one's in there somewhere. Um, or maybe he didn't necessarily feel like he needed to get that because, you know, man and woman. But, um, you know, look how far we've come. <laughs> uh, but another one I assume would probably be envy. Do not be envious. Is that one of them? Am I fucking retarded right now as I'm talking about the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not. Yeah. 
I mean, you have thou shalt not covet thy neighbor and thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Well, that comes from envy, right? Um, so maybe they didn't have that one on, on, on the uh, the other tablet. If you want to know what happened to the other tablet, um, when Moses noticed that the idiots were worshiping a golden calf because they couldn't wait a couple days while he was up on the mountain, um, he saw that shit and he was like, I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. And he chucked. Can you imagine being so pissed? God, the creator of everything, just gave you some tablets with some rules on it that's pretty fucking important. God touched it, right? It has, it has like, God, like, imagine a, a signature that you got from some, or a, um, an autograph you got from some stupid-ass celebrity. You just got tablets from God, and you're so fucking pissed when you see your people dancing around like a bunch of fools that you take that bitch and you break it because you're fucking furious. So, um, thanks to that, um... We only had the Ten Commandments, not the Fifteen. Hiyabadabadaba. What was I? Uh, what else was I doing? Yeah. So um, on to the next capital. If it is to cooperate, untrammeled must be free to establish a monopoly of industry and trade. This is already being put in execution by an unseen hand in all quarters of the world. This freedom will give political force to those engaged in industry, and that will help to oppress the people. Nowadays, it is more important to disarm the peoples than to lead them into war. More important for, I'm sorry, more important to use for our advantage the passions which have burst into flames than to quench their fire. More important to catch up and interpret the ideas of others to suit ourselves than to eradicate them. The principal object of our dic uh, directorate consists in this, to debilitate the public mind by criticism, to lead it away from serious reflections calculated to arise, I'm sorry, to arouse resistance, to distract the forces of the mind towards a sham fight of empty eloquence. Let me break this motherfucker down for you. As soon as I can get there, because I feel like I just lost. Okay. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what I want to take away from this paragraph. I mean, th these paragraphs are so... And it's not all of them. I mean, the one, the two that I just read before this, not all that big. But other than that, each paragraph has, has held some serious fucking um, intentional craziness in it, right? So, this one... Um, they're talking about it is more important too. So this is what this is what we're going to do, and this is why it's important. It's more important to disarm than to lead into war. What are they trying to do right now? They have um, oh fuck, what was I've been talking about it? What is it? M R M A? Good lord, why does my brain suck? Um. HR? Yeah, HR 127. And then HR... Is it HR 1 or HR 5? Um, and now, Biden is trying to go forward with his executive orders. I mean, talk about a dictator. Holy fuck. I mean, he's stupid. You know it's his administration, um, and that there's powers to be behind that. 
But uh, what are they trying to do? They want to disarm. What have they been trying to do in the United States for a very long time? Disarm us rather than lead us into war, even though they're pretty good at doing both. So, um, but yeah, it's important that, uh, you know, we look at this. It's important, more important, sorry, for them to, and, and that's important, or I'm sorry, that's something to highlight there too. They're not saying that it's not important to go into war and to, and to carry on wars. Um, man, who was I talking to where we were discussing um, the Georgia Guidestones where, um, you know, they're like, well, you know, they, the Illuminati didn't get by with disease or war or, you know, pestilence or, you know, um, scarcity of food or what have you. It was like, no, 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 they're still going to do that. It's just they see something else as being a little bit more important. And that's what they're saying here. It is not that leading people into war isn't important, but it is more important to disarm us than to lead us into war. It's more important to amplify passions, that is, temptations or desires, than to stop it, right? This is to steer it in a certain way, right? To control it or steer it towards control um, into their advantage. And look at what's going on right now. And I mean, there's a couple of these things that they're doing too. Um, uh, same with their ideas, right? Ideas, in order to steer these ideas um, into their direction where it's more advantageous for them. Um, <clears throat> even if wrong, and, and maybe even especially when wrong, um, these ideas that they're steering around, uh, maybe especially when they're wrong, take BLM, right? And I hate saying the word Black Lives, or the, the whole thing out, Black Lives Matter, because... You know, it's what they did with that. I mean, it was, I guess, fairly ingenious on their part to come up with this slogan um, also as their name so that it's hard to criticize it. So that's why I'm calling it BLM. Well, BLM is terrible. Um, and I love that they're that, you know, they accidentally fucked up this stupid twat that, that you know, they thought they had on a on a leash ten <laughs> accidentally fucked up and, and the, the word got out. Oh, excuse me. Got up a little early this morning. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, you know, it's it, it, maybe it's even especially bad ideas that they're looking for that are more important to them that they can then steer um, to their advantage and control. It is more important uh, to, debil to debilitate the public mind by criticism. What do you think this is? Debilitate the public mind by criticism cancel culture what's going on today right it's it's you know people being offended things of that nature um to then turn around and, and criticize them and and uh, essentially lead lead people to not being able to fucking find work anywhere and i don't think they want the government taking care of them um more important to lead away from serious uh reflection which would arouse resistance to them um Which would arouse resistance to them. Distract the force. Did I fucking skip another one? Distract the forces of the mind toward a sham fight of empty eloquence. Or eloquence. Um, Gavin McGinnis uh, talked about this. They think they're doing something like those before them that actually fought for something. So you have people out there that are fighting. It's it's what this whole racism bullshit is. They actually think that they're fighting Nazis and racists. Like, you know, their grandparents did. Um, or their great-grandparents did. 
but they're not. You know, it's just like Antifa having to create fascism in order to fight it. They're not actually fighting fascism and, in fact, have become the fascists. You know, it's the upside down world, which the Illuminati loves. Um, and they love to put it into all of their entertainment uh, where you can see it. Anytime that you see like a black and white chessboard um, or black and white tile chessboard uh, um, floor, that's you can it's just like seeing the uh, all seeing eye, you know, almost anytime. I mean, there's always going to be exceptions. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's that exact thing that's happening today. I and mean, we're talking about it right here. Distract the forces of the mind towards a sham fight of empty eloquence. Yeah, exactly what they're doing. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. In all ages, the people of the world, equally with individuals, have accepted words for deeds. For they are content with a show and rarely pause to note in the public arena, whether promises are followed by performance. I didn't read that right. In all ages, the peoples of the world, equally with individuals, have accepted words for deeds, for they are content with a show and rarely pause to note in the public arena, whether promises are followed by performance. I guess I did read it right. Therefore, we shall establish show institutions which will give eloquent proof of their benefit to progress. I'm going to read that one one more time because it's important to hear. Therefore, we shall, sorry, therefore we shall establish show institutions which will give eloquent proof of their benefit to progress. Show institutions. Words for deeds. Hmm. What do you what do you think that is? Show institutions. Maybe it could be Hollywood. Maybe even more specifically award shows or the entire entertainment industrial complex and all of it vanity. All of it it doesn't mean a fucking thing except for to distract us. We shall assume to ourselves the liberty, I'm sorry. We shall assume to ourselves the liberal physiognomy of all parties. I, that's how it's wrote. I don't know what the fuck that word means. I'm sure it probably has meaning. I've never seen it before a day in my life. We shall assume to ourselves the liberal physiognomy of all parties, of all directions, and we shall give that physiognomy a voice in orators who will speak so much that they will exhaust the patience of their hearers and produce an abhorrence of oratory. In order to put public opinion into our hands, we must bring it into a state of bewilderment by giving expression from all sides to so many contradictory opinions and for such length of time as will suffice to make the goyim lose their heads in the labyrinth and come to see that the best thing is to have no opinion of any kind in matters of in matters political, which it is not given to the public to understand because they are understood only by him who guides the public. This is the first secret. So their intent is to remove accountability and responsibility and remove purpose from um, what I was trying to convey uh, in an earlier protocol and they're trying to do all of this in 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 some senses by jargon right i mean jargon is just 
as they said here, patience of their hearers and produce abhorrence to oratory, voice and orators who will speak so much that they will exhaust the patience. Yeah. So it's just saying a whole bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense and a whole bunch of different ideologies, um, which in turn all comes down to what's called as or what's known as relativism. I almost feel like <laughs> what they were just talking about and how I just tried to explain it just now is exactly what they're talking about. All right. That whole paragraph that I just read is basically relativism, modern day relativism, um, where nothing means anything, right? Um, which this is what I was talking about before, uh, in an earlier protocol. I don't know if it was four or two or three, um, where they're trying to make everything mean nothing. You know, there's no meaning and no purpose to life. Right, except for as he says here, uh, only because they are understood only by him who guides the public. They're fucked up, man. These people are crazy fucked. The second secret requisite. Sorry, I was just seeing if I had anything more written for that. The second secret requisite for the success of our government is comprised in the following. To multiply to such an extent national failings, habits, passions, conditions of civil life that it will be, sorry, that it will be so impossible for anyone to know where he is in the resulting chaos so that the people in consequence will fail to understand one another. This measure will also serve us in another way, namely to sow discord in all parties, to dislocate all collective forces which are still unwilling to submit to us, and to discourage any kind of personal initiative which might in any degree hinder our affair. There is nothing more dangerous than personal initiative. If it has genius behind it, such initiative can do, f can do more than can be done by millions of people among whom... We have sown discord. We must so direct the education of the Goyim communities that whenever they come upon a matter requiring initiative, they may drop their hands in despairing, in despairing impotence. The strain which, will, which results from freedom of action saps the forces when it meets with the freedom of another. From this, co from this collision arise grave moral shocks, disenchantments, failures. By all these means, we shall so swear down the goyim that they will be compelled to offer us international power of a nature that by its position will enable us without any violence gradually to absorb all the state forces of the world and to form a super government. In place of the rulers of today, we shall set up a boogie, a bogie, which will be a boogie. A bogey which will be called the Super Government Administration. Its hands will reach out in all directions like nippers, and its organization will be of such colossal, colossal dimensions that it cannot fail to subdue all the nations of the world. The end of Protocol 5. Now, from that, um, what I took out of it... Um, that a weapon against them is personal initi initiatives. Seemingly by one person can take them all out, which they tried talking about earlier in that protocol. 
um, that they were too big to fail and all the arrogance. But then, you know, they admit where they have some failings here and there. Um, they admit to controlling academia to further their control, i.e. propaganda, i.e. indoctrination, which I've called academia, um, certainly K through 12, indoctrination camps, right? And now you as a parent, you don't have any rights. If you think you did over your kid, you absolutely don't. The state gets to tell you that you have to put your kid in this fucking educate and and let's say that you're like oh well no i get to put them in private school or i get to homeschool but you still have a curriculum that you have to adhere to that the state tells you that you have to adhere to see what i mean no i guess you know homeschool you have more of a chance to argue against it um but understand that you know the majority of school out there for kids is public school and um it certainly is, uh, it has become and has been for quite some time, indoctrination camps. And we've all just grown accustomed to it, to where that's just life. You know, you got to go to school. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, indoctrination camps. Okay, a couple more things. Um, the idea is that there is nothing you can do, or at least that's what they're trying to convey in that. And it's a war of mental attrition. At the end of all of it, right at the end of that, that was a long paragraph, but it's basically a war of mental attrition uh, to the end result of exhaustion to destitution, where we'll hand over our will to a new world order. And that's that. Um, you know, it's just it's just another another protocol where they're just breaking down what they want to do, how they want to do it and, you know, going about it in the way that they are. So that's it. But uh, protocol number five, that's the end of it. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, I'm going to, I want to keep, I'm, I'm very interested. Oh, I didn't say this yet. I was trying to put it in the podcast yesterday. I'm very interested in um, in this right now and, and trying to get all of these out. I hope that you like the way that I'm breaking them down. Let me know. Um, if I am, you can always email me, metv1105 at gmail.com. And uh, let me know how I'm doing. So. Until then, I got a video to do. Hope you, hopefully you'll check that out. It's going to be on my Facebook. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal. Until next time.